I just was using GarageBand by default because it was on my computer, but then I had to like take it off to make space for other things. And I will say, uh, does it sound less good? Yeah, the garage then here is fine, but like the garage band file definitely I can work with better. I I, I figured you changed something because I had to like adjust yeah. all your audio voice settings. I it's just because I I still don't have the space to re-download it. Yeah, that's fair. I mean <laughs> and I gotta get you to you gotta use the the audio technica. So you, you gotta so what happens with that one, you have to be like right here, like super close to your uh, mic. I know it's so Otherwise, annoying. Otherwise the audio dips too like super harshly. On this is basic this is maybe pre before we're preambling to the pod, because this is probably too inside <laughs> baseball. Yeah, maybe. L- like literally. Uh but when I did the the cyberpunk file, yeah. What did that sound like? I I definitely cranked up the gain. Okay. I was holding it in my hand. Okay. Could you tell? There were some dips. Damn. There were some dips. Because I was oh, like, so I, I could, was literally trying to like keep it at a really good angle, even though I was like moving around. Oh, you could hear the movement. Yeah. Mike, I'm getting a new chair tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. The like the music and stuff like drowns it out. It's def- I can hear it when I'm editing for okay. sure though. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that wasn't the opening. <laughs> no, no. It's who cares? We're we're leaving that in there now, people. Giving no. spe- we're just talking a little shop. Uh, talking shop. Oh man. Nerds in their fullest uh nerddom. <laughs> just talking about nerd shit. And audio. Oh my god. So now you know we're not posers. We're actually like doing this no, shit. No, we're huge nerds. Uh, <laughs> we uh, we I had you over a day before a concert for us to study the concert set list. We're humongous Which was nerds. A great a great thing. It was fun. Yeah. We are huge nerds. We are yeah. enormous. And then nerds. I kept you around to watch a really old movie. Just <laughs> like, yeah, we're nerds. We're not. We're we're definitely not not on the other side of it. Which is well, no, that's that's what I meant. Like that's what I meant on the poser side. Like we're not nerd posers. We're actually nerds. <sighs> no, we're like fatiguing for our wives because we always want to talk about stuff like this. Yeah. And we shouldn't because, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's just, it's unfair. <laughs> like You, you know when people if say like, you know when they're like, oh, it's it's okay. Like when you talk about something pa- that you're passionate about, like it, it's fun to listen to. I was like, that's, I know that's untrue. To Ask a Lily. point. Ask there, Lily. There's yeah, more yeah. of that sentence that people leave out. To a point. Right, right. But then it does eventually, it's like, hey, like, could you chill out? <laughs> It's either this or I'm screaming about the world. Like, right, li- right. You know how many times I was like, I've been bringing up John Carpenter oh, in my relationship? Oh, God. So much. So much. I'm just like, I'll watch a movie and then I'll just be like, here's like 30 minutes about why this is so fucking cool. And I'm like, do you want to watch it? And usually it's like, not really. And I'm like, okay, cool. This was too that- much for you. I didn't need to do this. I should have just said, hey, we're going to watch it. <laughs> Listen, I always learn something about film and uh, production and stuff. Whenever I, I we talk about movies or we've seen something at the, uh, together, yeah, so. we we do have places where our nerddoms are not overlapped. Correct. So then we we get that experience both ways. Like both of us get to sometimes learn about something, yeah. even though we're nerds about other things. So yeah, like movies are more my thing than really very much most other things i feel like you're more knowledgeable about but i definitely have you on movies and box office and that you know the most completely pointless shit (laughs) well i mean we all i have pointless shit too it's it balances out it balances out hey we're too old to change uh welcome to the dmgt podcast i was given a tight time window Oh boy! Uh, in the pod notes for you, you today's kept episode, to it. I just checked. You kept to it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Danny, and I'm Spencer. Oh man, it's been uh, a while. We, it's been a couple weeks. 
It's been a couple of weeks. Uh, you had I gave you last week off. You you didn't Spencer didn't drop the ball or anything last week, and I said it last week. And as we well. are keeping score on that, so thank we you are for stating score. that clearly. Yes, Spencer did not drop the ball. I chose to give him the day off because we we were still recovering from Vegas. Well, you were recovering from Vegas more so than I was. I was still recovering I got, from Vegas. I got a decent amount of sleep until I would say yesterday. <laughs> that's that's you did mention that. That's insane. <laughs> Like I'm like, well, yeah. This, this man got like so tired. maybe ten hours of sleep in four days. It was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it was uh, not worth it. <laughs> degenerate. I was like, this degenerate rolled in. I was talking I didn't to even, Christine. I didn't um, even gamble that much. Like I have gambled far more in Vegas before. Uh, I just was not going to sleep. <laughs> Some of it. <laughs> I was just like be in the know. hotel room at night, like after gambling to like two thirty, and then I'm like, it's four. Why? What am I doing? Why am I awake? <laughs> yeah, I was. It was like hitting eleven, like eleven, twelve, one o'clock, and I was like, I'm, I'm dead. I, I'm a zombie right now. Well, I can't. Yeah, well, I mean, I know there are other reasons why, but but okay. I, I would say, uh, when everyone else went to bed at eleven forty five on the first night we were in Vegas, I was legit upset at everyone. That's weak. <laughs> no, no, we're gonna we're gonna argue now. No, we're gonna argue now. You were the one that was like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna make it to breakfast in the morning." Screw, uh, screw you guys. Screw you, Danny. I'm I'm not gonna go to Eggslot right now. I'm like, we just you just land. You just, well, whatever. See, see that's so. Wait, so we're what? even. So we're even. Yeah, that, that was... first night you were like, everyone's going to sleep already. I'm like, Spencer, we've been up and at it since like eight thirty. Nine. Yeah, you guys were waking up doing way, shit way too early. Way too early. It was the, we were we just landed. We had just landed, <laughs> so we're even. So okay, so we don't did, give us that. I, I believe we did talk about if going on the pod, maybe if going to Vegas yeah. was going to end our friendship. And I'm going to tell you all, it's fucking close. <laughs> <laughs> I've headed up to here with this man. Up to here, no, I tell you. But honestly, it's. I think we did a good job as it was a group good. of adults going on a vacation who are not related yes like n- none of us had ever done it it's a different no. vacation it was kind of cool i liked it it was fun we were thinking like uh kelly it was like yeah we're, we're gonna plant we need a beach one for the next one it's like oh we're already thinking about the next one this is this is nice that's yeah. cool and yeah. i don't it doesn't sound like a repulsive thought in the moment i was like oh this is good i can actually do this again with 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 you guys so yeah yeah, hey, sometimes as adults, you still have a couple friends. <laughs> it's true, it's true, and uh, you, you, you gotta work, you gotta work to maintain those, baby. Yeah, it, it's, it is crazy. Uh, that's, that's like mostly what you have to do. Unfor- unfortunately, we did, we did not have uh, any Miami girl stories for, for you all for the pod, but it went well. Yeah. Um, Spencer, did you watch House of Dragons? Danny, first episode? Danny, you know, I have not, but uh, that's because I didn't want to. Um, but I, I do want to hear about it. Did you watch it? I did watch it. Um, so quick takeaways. I won't. We have a we have a pretty packed agenda today. Yeah. But and we'll uh, spoilies or no spoilies. Uh, spoilies. We'll do spoilies. It was a pilot, right. so it's so fine. Skip this. Uh, yeah, skip this. Go go like two minutes ahead. I promise I won't be t- take too long. So it was uh, actually pr- like some of the dialogue. I was like, man, it actually pissed me off about season eight again. I was like, oh, they got updated writers, better directors. Like the dialogue is good again. I was like, shit, this is like what season eight could have been or was supposed to be, and it made me mad all over again. Yeah, but they're setting up like a lot of the lore. I think a lot of like things that you had heard about in the game of Thrones books or series, or like some of the lore stuff that was coming up around like, uh, the fall of Valyria and all of that stuff. And like how the Targaryens came over the first hundred years, they were like a powerhouse and all that was like cool to kind of see, um, and then starting to get some of that development there. How, uh, I already forgot her face, but she's like the first woman, who was going to be an heir to the Iron Throne. So, like, that's mm. basically... They're setting that up for, like, oh, the Yonko is going to fight the niece, and there's going to be, like, civil war for, like, power, basically, is right. what they're setting up here, the premise here. But 
the dragon CGI was like super cool and pretty tight. I thought it was going to be rough or like makes sense. I guess a pilot you want to you want to handle pretty well. But I wanted to talk about some numbers because it was the highest premiering uh, show or, or the highest viewed premiere of any HBO show this year. The highest premiered uh, viewing of any show, period, on TV this wow. year. Wow. Um, it like shattered records for a for a premiere specifically and i think it like caught up to like maybe one it was like just under one of the most viewed premiered game of thrones episodes ever like for, for like a start of season so i'm like oh my god i i didn't realize that there was this much like inch i don't know if maybe just like leading up to the sunday uh because that's basically how i watched it. i was like you know what it's fine. I'll throw it on. It's been 30 minutes since it started, so I'll throw mm. it on. I think the reason that it hits so hard is because we are in the, like, we're kind of in a TV lull right now. Because, like, uh, Better Call Saul just finished. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe. You know, and, like, there was a lot of people excited about that. Haven't watched any of it. I definitely want to. Everyone is like, it's the best thing ever. Uh, but then we had, like, um, the bear but there hasn't been a ton of prestige tv like that like the the four quadrant prestige tv because i feel like so many things are like so much more niche audience stuff yeah often at this point like game of thrones you know like for every stranger things or game of thrones you have like literally hundreds of other things yeah so i think we've just haven't had one of this type of like thing coming mega, out. yeah like a yeah. blockbuster tv show coming out yeah yeah oh here it is okay so this is actually more impressive most viewed hbo pilot episode of all time Damn. of all time that makes sense that makes sense and it wasn't I bad guess, is what the no consensus it was actually it was actually it was actually a pretty good pilot i gotta say it's one of the better pilots i've seen for sure that's interesting i i don't know if i have any want to watch it i might just throw it on just because so, i would say just throw it on just because because i i i also approached this and like jet leading up to this i was like i want nothing to do with this anymore i think that just such a bad taste was left in my mouth i think i'm kind of done i'm ready to move on from this franchise yeah and then i was like screw it there's some time to kill it's like 9 30 i'm not gonna go to bed just yet i'll throw it on fine there's no the white Sox game was can't was postponed that day so i was like screw it and then i was like oh no I think I enjoyed this. I think I so, enjoyed this very much. So we're basically, we have one blockbuster series prequel to a beloved fantasy yep. story. Um, and though, can a story that hasn't been completed actually get to that, like, Tolkien level? Like, what if he never finishes the story? <laughs> like, could we still, it's like an incomplete. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. But well, then we, it could because Tolkien didn't finish his technically, right? It had to be finished for, for him. Uh, the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I thought no that's what went down. I think you're talking about Wheel of Time. Um, Robert maybe. Jordan, who mm. died, and then the last like four books were written by Brandon Sanderson. Got it. Got it. Um, hello, we're nerds. Uh, but so the Rings of Power mm -hmm. is kind of Amazon's version of you know a prequel to a beloved thing. Yeah. And the Game of Thrones one, I wasn't even tracking. So, like, I literally, the last, like, three days before it, every YouTube ad was Game of Thrones. And I was like, yeah, oh, their okay, marketing so has been insane for this. Yeah. Definitely coming out. I know that now. A <laughs> hundred million dollars on marketing yeah, that, for, yeah, for this show. Shit, man. They are going to be so disappointed how often I skipped it, which was every <laughs> single time. Um, <laughs> but then we have Rings of Power, which isn't out yet, but it's coming out in, like, a week. As of also recording. another I've been equally kind of just ignoring. And I was interested in still that like looking at it and like so the first trailer of Rings of Power was bad. Yikes. And then the second trailer was fine to good, but I'm very concerned that it's going to suck a lot. Cause it feels yeah clean I mean, in the way the hobbit trilogy was so the the thing about that is i feel like amazon has do, been doing pretty good like on their original series That's funded true. stuff 
Um, we were just, I was just talking about like wrapping up season two of the boys and really enjoying yeah. that and that and getting into season three. And it's like the boys isn't like a clean at all clean cut cookie cutter TV series in the slightest. Like, no, it, it's it really gets the most subversive show on TV. It's super subversive. It's like uh, jarring, but not in a like purely stunt value yeah. type of way. It's extremely which I, which is cool. political without super you necessarily political. always knowing that. If right. you don't it's not it. always in your face. It's a, like the way they handle like some of the political messaging they're doing. I was like, oh, this is this is why some people fell for it. They thought they were on the right like on their side. Like, no, they're literally making fun of you. They guys. thought like, no, they they think. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Homelander is cool. It's like, no, yeah. he's a huge piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh but that's that's the only like I say uh console like you know thing to you that's could, true that you could fall back on for that's this true. being someone that i don't think i'm as i didn't didn't get as into um lord of the rings as probably as much as you did well nerd confession alert i've only ever watched the movies and i've read the return of the king okay. the third book not the first two but as a kid for whatever reason i didn't know that it was the third one so i read it um like and i've played of course the lord of the rings video games all of them um but that's it i'm not that big of so so i'm actually oh yeah uh i'm actually glad that i'm not more of a fan of token overall because there's there could be a lot of controversy with how this is handled oh sure i think there's also like a level of like if you're so connected to something you start nitpicking and like yeah you you just can't appreciate it for what it is sometimes as much. Yep. Um, yeah. Which is okay. Like if you have ties to things, but like hopefully it avoids like the the Star Wars route. Uh, that would be like the worst case scenario in my opinion, uh, as far as like fan reactions to new content. Yeah, I. Yeah, I wonder because we like the thing about Lord of the Rings is there was also the Hobbit trilogy that was like pretty lukewarm. But I feel like well lukewarm i think to the fans but for the masses really consumed it yeah yeah that's true that's true um but hey phew, all about that tv aren't we oh boy um, oh boy <laughs> i'll so i'll give it a shot once once that's out i'm i'll definitely give it and give it a go oh yeah i'll try it out i mean and, uh, and i'll track house of dragon see how this first season goes so far yeah. uh ken uh spencer we just saw kendrick lamar we on did Friday. see kendrick and lamar. baby keem and Baby Keem. And Tana Leon. And we came late, so we missed, we missed that act, Sorry, unfortunately. Whoops, but whoops. Uh, we were eating pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> we were eating pretzels. Uh, dude, this, so everything we had seen, I think I, you, Jay, and I had like shared a bunch of, like a handful of videos, not a bunch, I should clarify. A handful of videos, like, like this concert looks like it's gonna be sick, and like the the weeks leading up to this show, I think we got more and more excited for it. Yeah, um, and oh my god, did it deliver? It really fucking delivered. It was, uh, it was a great fucking concert. Like great, like truly a great show. I think it's it has reached. The more I thought about it, and like I, I was looking at some of my videos, I was like, oh, we were like really, <laughs> we were all like really in it. But like, not just us, like the entire crowd oh, was yeah, yeah. really in it. We weren't out of place uh, mm-hmm. in how in it we were, except for like there was like the two people in the row right up in front of us that were sitting. Right. But yeah. also, go for it. That's why we have seats. Yeah. Like, yeah. But they, they were, they were still vibing. vibing. Yeah. They and were I was vibing. Like, oh, yeah. I was kind of like, I would have rather sat and vibed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I looked at my watch after the show. I was like, "Oh, we we crushed like yeah. like thirty five minutes of like actual exercise, basically with all oh, the for jumping sure. around and stuff." For sure. Um, no, but it was super. Like, I think the the stage production was really cool. Uh, we were kind of worried about because we listened to the set list the day before, like you yep. mentioned earlier, and we were both kind of worried about like, man, the flow of this feels weird because. Like you get you got humble in the first like twenty minutes. Yeah. Um 
Like some of the heavy hitters were like yeah, like the back middle back street the, freestyle, yeah. backseat freestyle was pretty early. Money um, trees was pretty early. Well, DNA like was really through. the only late yep. set list banger. Like of when you're just looking at the songs. Yeah, the DNA was like, especially considering that like Family Ties and Range Brothers are so like n- so much newer mm-hmm. in terms of like they're they're bangers for sure, but like they're definitely newer. They're so, not. I was yeah, like, it's like current year release. Yes, yeah. So it wasn't like, oh, everyone loves these songs for sure. Like I know that they're obviously very popular, but it's not like oh, like uh, like I would have expected in a more traditional like uh, uh set list uh structure, humble or or like um, King Kunta or one of those like towards the end to yeah. like, close it out. Uh, like, uh, yeah, I thought they're like, um, even like the, uh, natural instrumentation version of I was so good. Like, like, you know, put that like, uh, but, but then we get to the show. So like, we're, we're looking at the set list and we're like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like it's going to kind of be a weird. Yeah. I was like, like the flow felt yeah. like a little different. And like what I was saying, like my my take on it I was like, I think it's gonna be like really artistic. Like that was my I was like, that's the only way I can see this set list working. Yeah. And I gotta say, I was wrong because it wasn't only that, though it was that, but I thought it was it gonna was, be like right. a very different vibe of art from the set list. Yeah. But he made every single one of those songs a fucking party. In some way, it, I mean, for Jay to, to come out of that show the next day, not even like in the moment after when you're, you know, adrenaline still pumping through you. The next day, he was like, this concert basically changed my opinion on the album. Yeah, that's that, nuts. That's that's, a that's nuts. Powerful fucking concert. Like if you can do that to someone who does enjoy Kendrick. Yeah, like, but it was lukewarm on this album. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like it's it's that level of show. Like if you didn't get uh my um, my oh well, man. Uh Mr. Morale Mr. Morale on the big step. You got it. I couldn't do it. I was I just kept wanting to say Miles Morales cuz cuz it's we're talking about Jay and he like Yeah, 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 yeah I yeah. just can't get can't get it out. Um but like if you were lukewarm on it and you, you know, like the tickets were expensive, unfortunately. Uh very very much. So if if it's within your means or if you're saving up for a concert, sometimes I do that for these more expensive ones. Um, pull the trigger. Go go to it. Try to find some last Highly minute recommend. last minute tickets through a reputable Highly source. Recommend. Um, you might change your opinion on the the new album. One thing that Mir- Mirror was a track on that album that I was like, I enjoyed the album. I thought it was really good, but like Mirror was one of the tracks that I'm like, eh, mm-hmm. it's fine. Amazing life, really incredible cool life. life. Yeah, so good life. Yeah, and what I discovered is, I don't know Kendrick Lamar as well as I thought I did. In terms of, I was like, man, he does rap really fast, and if I don't study his lyrics, I feel really lost. Uh, I, in trying felt, to keep up, like you know what I, I mean. I felt better about like once things I got going. I was like, okay, I do know a lot of this. Um, my brother wiped the floor with all of us, though. He was singing every single lyric. Uh, he never made a mistake. No, not once. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know? And also, you know, all of these. The lady right next to me at times, and then me and your brother switched when we got beers. Um, she knew every word to every single song. That's, that's so cool. That's so cool. And her, her boyfriend, I don't think, seemed to be even that big of a Kendrick fan compared to her. <laughs> And I was like, dude, she is crushing it. And it, she also did it uh, like I could hear her very clearly. But yeah. honestly, I was like, this isn't ruining it for me. This is very impressive. <laughs> I was like, this is a lot. Yeah, it's like, like it's like a tricky thing sometimes. Yeah. Like, oh, I want to listen to the artist. But like it, they had he had such intense yeah. like crowd involvement. It just worked. Did I it tell you that I might have been called out uh, in a thread about the Chicago Coheed show? <laughs> In a negative way? Are you talking about the, uh, no, we should all not, do no, the dance no, together? No, okay. not that. Though, that still hurts my feelings. Uh, <laughs> but, uh-oh. No, it was, so, uh, there was, like, 
some people had a i guess a really bad experience getting into the venue or like the vip early stuff was like really mm. poorly planned because it was like a last minute venue change it was like they changed the venue when they were still on tour so it's not like they were probably doing like a ton of communicating so they were pissed about that and then someone was like man there was like these drunk tall dudes in the front right like just screaming every song it was like a group of them uh and i was like okay i was by two strangers that were of similar build (laughs) uh actually a little bigger than me honestly i I was the smaller one of these three and yeah we were all fucking vibing with the show (laughs) and i was like they're like it's just so annoying when people do that and i was was like i think this is about me and also i deeply disagree yeah you're at a concert I don't like when people gatekeep how you're supposed to enjoy a concert. If you want to go crazy, as long as you're not hurting other people, as long as you're not hurting people or like act like being preventing, yeah, yeah, like doing anything that prevents someone else from being able to enjoy the show, like physically or anything, anything else. But I'm sorry, singing at a concert is totally fine. It's a weird, it's a weird Midwestern thing. I yes, Midwest crowds are very respectful. It's almost like uh boring. <laughs> well, no, yes, it is boring, but it's a, it's like a very uh snobby way of approaching live music. Yeah. It's like, "Oh, no, 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 no. It's, I'm enjoying the art form. I'm like listening to the artist perform." Crowds at which some shows make sense for, but Yeah, but like a lot of shows in the 3 to 5,000 range of attendees, like the mid the mid-sized city show a lot of those shows the crowds are very confused about what to do yeah like yeah and that's the one knock i have on living in chicago that's like one of my biggest gripes with chicago is i don't like how the crowds act here because yeah, they the- usually don't get into it as much as they could because of that midwestern like being scared of being goofy it's it's so weird and, and unfortunate because I think I agree with you there. Like specifically the live music crowd culture bad in Chicago, which sucks because the live music scene in Chicago is awesome. great, super dope. Yeah, but people don't lo- like. What do you don't sing the songs? Don't dance around. Don't, what? What are you talking about, man? We're enjoying music here. It's it's a little bit different for me because like a lot of. Like live music that we saw on the Mexican side of things, like mm-hmm. was very like no, we're dancing, we're doing, we're like partying basically. Yeah. So the first time I I went to like a smaller rock show, I was like, why aren't people like going for it? Yeah. Like, what's going yeah. on here? I will say most hip hop shows I go to, the crowd slaps. Fair. Fair. Um, definitely like every time I've seen Run the Jewels, Death Grips was truly one of the best things ever. Um. And, and so it, you know, it's it's we know it, it's 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 the me's that are being stuffy. <laughs> Get out there and be weird, guys. Who cares? No one knows be who weird, you are, man. It's no okay. one knows who you it's are at a okay. concert. I I'll never promise see you, you again. All these artists are like love it when they we go crazy. Want, that's the best thing you can do is freak out at a show for a musician. It's so the good. They love it. I um, just I keep I keep going back to family ties because the way out <laughs> man, it was so good and I was just like shit. I, I should we should have we should have forked over for some <laughs> GA tickets. Uh, yeah, that would have been crazy. Um, I would have loved that. I would We're going to do that for Denzel Curry for sure. 100%. <laughs> um I will say uh Kendrick Lamar has he has it. Like, I know that this isn't a surprise. We already knew that. But getting to see someone who's that fucking good at what they do. uh, And and effortlessly. The man never broke a a sweat. Never was out of place. An hour 45. No encore. No encore. Just straight. Straight fucking through. He had like one 45 second break. Yeah. Like, uh, and then he didn't sing anything of swimming pool like and just let the crowd vibe which that we were totally fine so good so so good but like um he like he's he is a very talented performer like that's what i took away quintessential rock star yeah yeah 
like uh, everything he did was done exactly the way that he wanted it to be to have maximum effect for what he was going for. Like oh, yeah. it just that was what was so cool about it. Because the stage setup, the dancers, he, the lighting, he all of it. He slipped and slid into all of this really not intricate choreography. Like it's not like he was dancing crazy, but he would just slip in and out of vibing with the dancing in in really like man, it was just really smooth. It was so like good. it was so good. I mean, he was wearing I, the glove for a reason, I think. It was yeah, the diamond glove. So some earlier shows he was wearing like the diamond encrusted like crown of thorns yeah and th- in this one he was wearing uh a basically diamond everything glove which is like oh cool he's like changing up the outfit too for the for yeah. during the tour um i don't know it was just definitely one of for me it's it's easily now in the top three of shows i've ever been to yeah if not like fighting for top spot yeah, and because I'm a nerd for Coheed, it's it's not my top show. But I also, unfortunately, got to see Life of Pablo. And in terms of best okay, show well, at United Center, when fair. the fucking dude was flying in a stage that was floating, <laughs> at the time, my favorite artist. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But I would say for um, pure spectacle, this is top three easily. Oh, so good. Like, so good. It was the production was truly insane. It was awesome. I had a great time. Such a good time. Highly recommend. Please Highly go recommend. see this 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 tour live. Uh, yeah, yeah. Family ties was just the crowd, just like crowd a wave of their people. mind. Oh my! Lost goodness. their mind. I lost my mind too. Yeah, you did. You were. Yeah, it was awesome. It was cool. Um, like, oh boy, man, live music is so cool. It's so cool. <laughs> like, I love it. That's the thing. Like you go to a concert like that, and you're like, dude, you can fly off of that show for a week. Just we energy have, wise. We're we're also literally talking about like what, four more shows in the next month and a half? Dude, yeah, it's good. It, we're eating good right now on shows. We're eating. Like, we're um, eating. We haven't even talked about Florence yet, and we we Lily still wants to go to that. Oh shit. Oh god. Okay. We got a but <laughs> I uh, we pushed I back our like, budget meeting by a week. Uh so me and yeah, Christy. I was, I was talking to Lily. I was like, she's gonna be in LA with her sisters uh, in next month, and I'm like, oh man, we're. I think we're gonna have to cut out one of these shows. I don't know what we're gonna do. We'll figure. Uh, it out. We'll It'll figure it out. Uh, so, um, Danny, what else have we got on the docket? So, this episode of the DMGT podcast is brought to you by dmgt.com. Please buy a hat. Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube. Follow us on Twitter. And yeah. TikTok. Do do it all um do all of the things um a little bit of gaming gaming stuff here and then we'll close out with some more nerdy things uh nice with with audio stuff and 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 more games uh playstation heavy though first gamescon just wrapped gamescom just wrapped up so this is be the uh like game showcase that's also uh driven by the same people that do the game awards at the end of the year so like the big awards show for the gaming industry uh basically their summer showcase um bunch of stuff that we'll talk about that next week i'll do some videos on tiktok too if you want to check it out but playstation also took the opportunity to make a few announcements so they announced a new they're calling it the dual sense um pro uh, pro no no dual sense edge which is effectively a pro controller like a scuff pro controller okay and psvr2 confirmed for early 2023 no hard dates but we do know it's gonna happen within the next i don't know let's say eight months that's pretty cool um, it is pretty cool so okay let's start with the psvr2 because i think we've been kind of chomping i've been chomping on the, at the bit for for this for a while they're showing a lot of gameplay footage like if yeah. you go to their website there's a like a Pretty substantial list now of ga- of VR games for PSVR two. Yeah. So I I think I think because of all like again continuing with the logistics delays and chip shortages, that's probably what delayed this headset back to twenty twenty three. Otherwise, it would have been here this ho- holiday season. Yeah, they definitely seem to have a lot of content, and I think just based on what's out there about it you know like uh the specs that they've released and all that it it really feels to me like 
PSVR, the first one, was like a a little bit ahead of its time because it was like Maybe. right at the beginning of a bunch of VR headsets happening. Yeah. And then it didn't go for this is the best, you know, spec one. Right. Um, and I think that was something that was tough for everybody. So it never like popped off. And they didn't really have a ton of marquee games. But I think because VR is so much more present now, even just, yes. you know, what, six years down the road? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just a more interesting time to release a VR headset. Yeah, I think it just makes more sense. Like, I think, um, like, the tracking technology has gotten better, so people don't get as, like, you know, uh, what is it? Like, motion sickness and and those types of things. Resolution per eye has gotten better. The GPUs have gotten better to support more movement in those things. Um, Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I think, for me, like, having just played vr adjacently uh there i think maybe I, a total of two hours mm-hmm. i'd say is I've, I've all i've ever put into vr um I'm, I'm looking forward to that i think there are a bunch of games that i want to experience in a new format uh, i'll probably check out the horizon game even though you know you weren't a huge fan of uh, forbidden west but who knows maybe the gameplay feels different on a vr headset yeah i'm gonna play skyrim in vr finally because one of my favorite games of all time. I've put in too too many hours into that bad boy. Yeah, and then like all, all any other stuff that's coming out uh, soon. I think I'm I'm looking forward to No Man's Sky. I think would be really cool in VR. No Man's Sky um, is very cool in VR. Uh, see, even on exactly. the PSVR one, I was like, this is very fucking sick. <laughs> like, <laughs> like truly. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then the Pro Controller or Deck Edge. Danny, how yes. is your uh, original controllers? How are they holding up? Mine, my original one is holding up pretty well. I'm starting to get a little bit of Joy-Con drift. I'm of, uh, getting yeah joystick drift. I have to significantly crank up the Dead Zone stuff at this mm. point. Um, okay, it's this is the trickiest part of it because I. Basically everyone, because it's again, it goes back to the single manufacturer that they're that everyone's getting these the the joysticks from is running to Xbox controllers are running into this, Switch controllers are running into this. It's not like there's like an easy answer for like don't buy this one instead get something else. Yeah, the lifespan will be identical no matter what controller you get. Yeah, which sucks. I hate it. It's yeah, it's really annoying. I was looking at them and I was like, is it really seventy fucking dollars? Are you kidding me? Was, it's and, nuts and then it's i, I even mistakenly saw the the dualshock 4 the ps4 controller and even when i saw it was 50 i was like Are you fucking kid and then i looked up and i was like oh it's even worse <laughs> yeah. so here i think here's where this uh edge or pro controller will be helpful because it's going to be a little bit more modular um replaceable stick modules i think this is going to be like potentially worth by itself worth the mm-hmm. i'm guessing it, it like a scuff pro controller today that is effectively kind of what this is with like the paddle buttons the back buttons and custom button mapping and all that uh, runs like 230 dollars for a controller this is gonna be 199 they can't go over two that's my bet I, that's my guess i think i think the replaceable st- modules i think probably makes it worth the cost just for long longevity oh i can replace individual pieces assuming it's not more than like 30 bucks a pop or something like that for yeah yeah because you know i'm about to be two controllers in and then what i'm gonna have my playstation 5 for three four more years before something else comes around at least uh yeah. so that's like three or four more controllers at this rate so at that point yeah if i can get a modular one i'm saving money yeah oh yeah uh this is this is one of those those things that I'm like in the past I don't really like I don't really know if I want this or I'm into this. I am going to be into this especially consider if it comes out. They didn't give us a date. They said in the coming months we'd learn about launch and okay. and pricing. Uh but I can't imagine it's longer than like around the time the PSVR2 comes out. So, in my head I'm like, okay, now we're talking if this new Modern Warfare isn't bad and this Warzone 2 is pretty good, that adds like 
That's like a that if if it's good like like the first one was that's potentially in the rotation for like eight months on and off. Maybe the controller makes sense here. Um, So now I'm like, oh, maybe I can get my sweat on a little bit, like learn learn how uh, to use the rest of your fingers basically and be a little bit more efficient with the gameplay. I mean, also you know, like there is that esports bar in Wicker that we've never gone to. Or that's true. Yeah. And maybe we just got to get good and, and then one day just say, hey, we're, we're going to go play there. Because I'm very nervous to play there. Oh, it's it, if it's anything like uh, Ignite where we have been to, um, it's probably a little bit more ca- like casual. Like you can make it as competitive or as casual yeah, as you want. Um, but I would love to just like for the for kick shits and giggles. All right, let's just let's just go play in a tournament. Something that isn't like, yeah, boozing up for four hours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why not? Um, uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in. I, I'm gonna pick up both of these products. So like, uh, for sure, we'll do like full reviews and stuff. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, I'll get PSVR too, even though I gave away my PSVR one. Because <laughs> um, I make smart financial decisions. Um, Danny, what are we coming home with? We're coming home. Okay, so we were like pitching topics, and I was just looking at some stuff, and then I go, Adidas is. Re- is uh is releasing a headphone i was like huh do they make headphones and then i like clicked it and i was like wait these have solar panels in them uh what do you think of this gimmick or not because i'm skeptical i'm leaning gimmick so this is it's a strange it's a strange company to be making headphones i under like the i guess like the sustain like it's weird everyone's like oh we're look at us we're sustainable i think sustainability is happening out of need out of necessity much more than anything else uh is the future we're heading heading towards so like people companies would just have to that's that's the only way you're going to get product out just do it sustainably because there's so only so much material you can pump into the ocean right but so like part of me is like yes gimmicky but also maybe not I'm interested in the in like the idea of like oh, if I go for a walk or if you go for a run, it's just gonna stay juiced up. Is interesting. Um, I don't know what that means for the audio quality of the headphones. However, like, is that does that mean that the drivers aren't gonna be as strong because it's gonna try to preserve uh, the the energy or the yeah, the, the the energy that it gets from the daylight. What is that going to look like? What is the uh, uh, the wear and tear going to look like on these types of materials that you know are have never really been done on like wearables of any yeah. any kind or like or like consumer electronics uh, really uh, to to that degree? Like you get like a Casio solar power watch or something like that, but it's like pretty bulky or in the past they were pretty bulky and like you can only do so many things with it because again small battery only a finite amount of space to put solar panels on so yeah i i will say i'd i'd be like if adidas like sent us a pair or something i'd be interested in it i am not paying 230 dollars for these headphones no and they have 45 millimeter drivers okay so okay and then their frequency response is 20 hertz to uh, twenty thousand hertz. Ooh, not great, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's actually pretty middling. Yeah, which makes sense. Now they are yeah. really pushing that these don't really need to be charged ever if you just are around light, which is very cool, convenient. Yeah, like um, I think it's it's an interesting thing, and I think it's. I don't know. I was uh, talking about this with with another person earlier today, and I, I was like, I feel like we're like a couple, like not life generations, but like a couple tech generations away from like solar panels. Solar panels really, um, becoming more ubiquitous with things. Like I know that there's some like scientific problems that need to be solved for that to happen to get past the efficiency that they currently are at. Like of course, like, um. But it could happen, you never know, unless it's, like, actually limited by physics. <laughs> right, um, right. But, like, that kind of stuff, like, even if, you know, like, if you did that for a day, you would get 
10 hours of playtime back. You know what I mean? Like, but this yeah. seems like they're saying more like, nah, if it's just like around light, artificial or otherwise, all the time, which is like most headphones, it's like you don't have to charge them, which is nice. The only thing is the problem that it's solving barely exists at this stage of battery life for headphones. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. most, if not all of the similarly priced headphones, 50 to 80 hours of battery life. Like, I won't charge my Sonys for two months. And then I'll, like, put them on, and it's like, yeah, you're at, like, 100% still. <laughs> like, like, you're, yeah, you're fine. Like, and you go a full listening session and go, what's my battery life? 100%. Oh, okay. Yep. So it's, it's, it's solving a problem that I don't necessarily think exists. Is this for, like, ultra marathoners <laughs> only? But even then, do you prefer in your buds? Maybe Absolutely. so. Like, yeah, it's. I just, it's an interesting product. I don't know. I don't know who it's for. Is basically my thing. Yeah, and I don't necessarily think they know who it's for because they're just sure. talking about these massive workouts. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole thing is like, uh, are made to endure your toughest workouts. I'm like. Someone working out for eighty hours <laughs> without a charger around. Oh man, I, I oh again camp, yeah. people camping, but then you're gonna have to have a solar panel for your phone. So actually, I, I still don't know. No, nope, I didn't didn't solve it. <laughs> mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. It's uh, it's an interesting product. I think the design. I will say to give it like some points. So the design looks pretty good. Um. Honestly, the drivers are pretty standard yeah. for headphones in this like price range and general makeup. So it's like not bad, not the best, but not like okay, it'll perform on par. Mm. Uh maybe. The mesh, the mesh uh fabrics is like that's kind of weird because it's not like a properly full closed like seal yeah, around your yeah. ear, which is I'm not into I don't know what that's, that's going like to do becoming a thing though it's it's, it's not it, good for audio quality it's supposed to be cooler on your head though which is something that is rough so. i don't hate that i don't hate that yeah I get that. but and it looks i don't know if I, I can't decide if it looks cool or not like the mesh look of head of headphones yeah me neither it's i'm on the fence I bet you it's one of those things where it's like, if if I was like in my hands, I'd have a better, much better opinion on it. Maybe I'll swing by an Adidas store or something. Yeah. <laughs> see if they have them on display and see what they feel like. But other other than that, it's interesting. Um, unless we like broker a deal or like something, somebody gets us uh, a pair of these and we we get to play with them for a bit. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fork over money for these. I there are other headphones I want to buy that yeah. I know for sure perform better. I mean, there's always <laughs> three to five headphones I want to buy. Well, <laughs> constantly at any constantly. given moment, it's like oh, I could have like four more headphones. Um, Danny. So to finish up, I know it's we've been a bit long. Uh, I just wanted to pitch you reading the Expanse. I just finished it up. You had oh you just finished it. I finished it. I slammed all nine of them or whatever you, amount there are. You have been pitching this for for a while to me at least. Yeah, yeah. But like let's go into a full pitch, baby. So, uh, I think that the Expanse is one of my favorite book series I've read. Wow. Yeah, That's like high uh, praise. I really really enjoyed it. With a couple caveats that may or may not be due to reading these in seven to 10 minute increments, falling asleep most of the time because I have trained myself to fall asleep with reading in bed and I'm very trained. Um, so for a while, each book took me a while to like get into, but I don't know if that was because the book itself was obtuse to get into or I was falling asleep, but still paging forward and then would just get lost. <laughs> so yeah. That was one thing, like, some of the books I was like, I don't know if I like this. And then by the end of every single one of them, I was like, this is fucking cool. Uh, and my pitch for it is there is a lot of standard sci-fi stuff in, this, in these books. It's, it's, sure. it's, you know, it's not like, um, 
I wouldn't call min, like some of the ideas aren't like completely revelatory, right? But what it does and the kind of sci-fi it's going for, which is like vaguely realistic, like in some capacity, like it seems like it has a set of rules that are pretty clearly kept to throughout. Sure. Like, you know, no, all the theoretical and there's a lot of like this thing that makes this thing happen just exists because it's 300 years into the future. So they don't right. explain it. It's just like, yeah, we have like these engines they're called Epstein drives. Um, kind of a bummer name. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and they can go real fast and you know, that's why we can get farther out. Um, and they, that's like all they explain. It's like kind of, that's it. But I think the way that they, uh, really give you the the feeling of like oh this is a pirate movie or a boat movie but it's in space because like the ship's super important to everything and the logistics of ship life is very interesting and like the commitment they have to um like their rule like gravity and describing how much gravity a certain place they're at is or like how much uh, g-force their bodies are taking while they're accelerating to go you know near speeds of light and it's really really interesting like all of like the little like conversations that they have about fixing stuff that's like part of their ship like i really mm. appreciated like the lived-in feeling that you get with the books and then throughout it's like there's very interesting character arcs like i think everyone goes on some journey that pays off in most of the books um and while there is like definitely a central character the captain james holden sometimes he's not the central character for long stretches and i think that's interesting um like he's always present it seems but sometimes it's like no we're gonna like really dive in for like 50 pages on not mentioning him at all um which i thought was cool uh and then man other pitch there's this new telltale game coming out about it and so you would maybe enjoy it more if you read the books too and also they're 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 kind of pulpy there's violence there's humor you know what i mean like it's not yeah doesn't take itself too seriously and i appreciate a lot of like the levity um which sometimes in books like this you can be like okay but i kind of vibed with it i i i I do think I like the idea that uh, that they go so much into I, I think where where I'm being sold right now is like the idea that like the ships are really important because you can it's that's an interesting and a really cool way of grounding like a story and like lore and world building. Uh, yeah, I think. Because yeah, it keeps it a little more hyper localized. There's a little bit more weight to to a lot of that. Like if my ship goes down, shit. And it's yep. like, oh, that's that's real. There's like that's real versus like, you know, a Star Wars where it's like that star is gonna blow up another planet. Yeah. And and as I, and I will say one one thing that could be negative. You know that the Expanse is like Jeff Bezos is like favorite thing. Oh, so I've, I've swung back he, to the other side now. No, no, no. <laughs> so everything because he's like a huge fan of the Expanse. Which is so hard to believe because it is deeply, deeply against everything that he is. Like, like the the main character, the the propulsion of the story comes entirely from a man who does not know that you that like just being truthful about what's going on and being imp- like being empathetic over that over everything and help and like wanting things to be better for everyone over everything that's the main fucking character and that's what gets them into trouble all of the time mm. and it's like this Jeff Bezos reads these books like picks back up the C- TV series and it's like it's so weird it's so weird to think it's like how could you like this this is like you're the villain of this like ninety percent of the time, like you are literally the villain of the book. <laughs> like, 
like in 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 different ways but like yeah yeah maybe it's, it's like a weird sadistic like <laughs> i don't know man it's like jesus that would have you... been fun fantasy world to yeah. live in yeah it, how, so how, what would you say i'm probably gonna ch- check it out I'll, I'll like at least read the first one and then see see you take it from there uh i haven't read i haven't read in a, in a little bit since last year really um <laughs> how how do you feel about the series then like the tv series uh so i know that the tv series is well regarded i haven't really watched more than like four episodes and more just like saturday morning not really watching watching type of thing um i don't think they cast james holden correctly and i don't Mm. i don't i honestly don't know if that's a controversial opinion or not i haven't looked it up uh i definitely thought that he was less intimidating than the actor goes for um even when he's being intimidating like i don't i haven't maybe seen enough of the show but like it always feels like this character has a twinkle in their eye and i didn't get that from the first couple episodes but at the same point it's like i was eight books in so maybe you know was he like that in the beginning i I don't know um Uh, one of those where it's like oh you have like you've read it for so long you have so much in your head already Yeah. yeah like could be my fault um and I, you know, I'm going to probably watch a couple more and see, but I do think like for a sci-fi cha- movie or sci-fi channel budget, I think they do a lot of cool shit with it. Like it looks a little hokey in the, but I know like, it, you know, that's a TV budget that isn't a Game of Thrones. Right. But I don't think it looks cheap. And I think they do an interesting job dealing with the gravity problem uh, because it's like, <laughs> constantly shifting gravity constantly like every Mm. couple pages they're at a different gravity because they're accelerating at a different g or this planet or this asteroid has a different pull of gravity like they're in the gravity well spinning yeah like so it's like constant they're like navigating gravity (laughs) um and i think the show at least in the first couple episodes, like kind of does homages to it, but doesn't waste its time trying to like do it all, which I think is the right move. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. But a lot of the other characters I think are well cast. And um, I think a good hallmark is does the character from a TV show start to sh- be the character you see in the book? Sometimes that's like when there's good casting and, and kind of for some of them, but then, you know, my head version of characters was different for right, some of them, right. but I mean, yeah, I haven't really given it a chance, but I will. It's probably good because people seem to like it. Yeah, I imagine if like fans of the book series have enjoyed it, then that's usually a a, a good sign for for a TV show that's been adapted. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll give this a try. I'll give this a shot. So the TV. So why I asked for the TV, and I'm glad you brought that up. I get that, like sci-fi, the budgeting and stuff. Like, I I think the stuff, the things that I struggle with some sci-fi stuff especially when it's not like a huge franchise that like an amazon or netflix is throwing a ton of money behind is like Mm. it can tend to have like this feel of like a little too campy if that makes sense definitely Uh, not that campy. okay yeah yeah that's then it and i struggle with shows like that's like okay this feels like we haven't aged out of like 70s sci-fi you know yeah i think it like uh I think tonally it does a pretty good job feeling tonally like the books. But at the same point, it is, uh, you know, a very similar premise to a Star Trek. So there is some of that kind of vibe to it. And especially like budget wise, sometimes it is good to lean into that, you know, a yeah. little bit. But I don't think you would be upset by it. OK. All right. Yeah. Cool. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll give it a shot. I will give at least a first book uh, the old college try. Hey, go for it, man. And also read a book. If I do one, read, read I do you read. You said you haven't read all year. You just said that. Yeah, I haven't read this year. This year specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I mean, you know what the commonality is of you and Christine and not reading books? TikTok. What? It's TikTok. Your book reading time has been taken by TikTok. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you were going to say, like, our brains are broken. I was like, no, 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 no. It's just, it's just because very, like, when you're really into tiktok very rarely do you fill downtime with anything else because it's so easy to fill downtime with tiktok yeah yeah that's like the problem of tiktok and why i will not have it on my phone (laughs) well 
it's like it's always been something for me like it used to be youtube really heavily oh, i yeah. still youtube but no not judgment as like i watch youtube all the time like that's what i fill time with now now it's now it's tiktok i do yep. gotta get back it's like there i i do miss watching more longer form youtube videos sometimes of like you know what what is it the tv guy and uh yeah hdtv test he's great hdtv test that so would good. be a so damn good. get Get oh my god HGTV could you imagine celebrity in the building <laughs> <laughs> that's I'd that's be, when you know we'd make it we'd I, made it. like okay time to quit the jobs time to quit I the old jobs i would not be comfortable talking to him because he's he knows way too much and we would look stupid well that would be part of the fun you yeah. get to learn from someone yeah. yeah but uh danny the game's coming out telltale games they survived not being a game company and they're yeah yeah they, they had seem like, like shut they down for a while up their shit for this game it they, looks pretty good i gotta looks, say I, I played some of the other stuff and upgrades upgrades for sure upgrades danny i think that's it man we went we went a, hey a we gave everyone brisk. a proper hour today yeah brisk hour. quick hour. brisk hour brisk hour this week okay bye <laughs>